What the fuck is up, Duelist? Welcome to Pot of Greed, the only podcast officially sponsored by KaibaCorp. I'm Joelle, a.k.a. Schrodinger's Cosign. I'm Dan, a.k.a. The Majube Brothers will be in Trolls 2. <laughs> I'm Audrey, a.k.a. 28 Duels Later. <laughs> and I'm Sarah, and I fucking wish I could simply remember our intro to this podcast every single time we do it. Hi, I'm not supposed to be here. You're Sarah, and you're our pinch hitter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah you brought me in as a pinch surfer. I'm going to try and do a jump float, uh, but it's not going to work, and a monkey's going to beat me to death afterwards. That's what happened in these episodes, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, we are here talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! GX episodes 12 and 13 in the... Oh, first of all, Joelle, yeah. did you watch the suburb of dub? I watched both because I'm an overachiever. All right. Oh, oh but I love Mitch that. here. Sorry, that's a reference to the podcast uh, Metabots, which is a good. Po- <laughs> no, MetaWatch. Um, mm-hmm. Just want to shout that out quickly. Cool. Thorough. Uh, by the way, also, Joelle, do you have any history with Yu Gi Oh? I sure do. Ooh, ooh, I got into Yu-Gi-Oh! via the Abridged series when I was in grad school, and it gave me something to do for my second year of grad school. And I also was involved in, like, live journal roleplay of it during that year. It was a weird, weird time. And it just made me think about that because I feel like the energy of GX is somehow Yu-Gi-Oh! but a live journal roleplay. Yeah, yeah. In fact, all all I know about GX going into this, um, other than the episodes I've listened to from you guys, is... (laughs) the characters from GX who would show up in Yu-Gi-Oh! Live Journal roleplay, so I think I have very wrong ideas about most of it. <laughs> oh, this will be fun. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. My um, my Live Journal roleplay experience was all within the Naruto fandom, so, you know. <laughs> Excellent. Similar vibes, but uh, different, uh, different execution. <laughs> Uh, so we are watching episodes of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX episodes 12 and 13 in the sub. It is episode 12 is oxygen plus hydrogen equals water dragon with the actual numeric symbols there. Uh, Dan, do you have the dub title? Uh, the dub title is uh, uh, Formula for Success because it's a Bastion but- episode. All right. So like uh, variations on a theme. I'm into it. I... Fucking love uh, Bastion. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Misawa, Sarah. Listen, well, I, his I just... name is Bastion Misawa. Is the thing. I'm it's going off of is... Elliot's notes, which are dub notes. The thing uh-huh. is, if you call him Misawa, it's actually correct in both versions, which is the fun thing about it. Yeah. Um, we have a very shocking opening scene with episode twelve, where they are all playing baseball. Oh, yeah. which which. Proves that there are, in fact, games that are relevant in this world besides Duel Monsters, and also that they force nerds to play sports. I mean, you gotta. You gotta have other sports so you can have uh, baseball-themed duelists. True. I kept waiting for them to pull out cards during the game. Like, maybe you don't really hit the ball like a jock. You just (laughs) throw a card at the ball like a nerd. Yeah. It's it's like the... Some form of advanced card-throwing training... It's like the um, Duelist Kingdom moment where Kaiba stops a gun yeah. with a playing card. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. this is actually how you play baseball. But like that, they start, instead of starting them out with guns and bullets, they start them with baseball and bats and balls. And if you can stop a bat, you can stop a bullet. That's that's what they say in Duelist uh, universe. Makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. So baseball is like t-ball for this universe. Yeah. Um, Nodding. You can, also, you can also apparently stop a baseball just by... Um, 
catching it with your face as Kronos does mm-hmm. um, right now. Um, and for the rest, of, so they're playing baseball and like Kronos is steamed about Manjame losing to Judai and he's like, I need to find a new Manjame because Manjame sucks shit now. Oh, there's a really good line when Bastion shows up to for the game, which is he was late because he was deep into attack point quantum mechanics. <laughs> oh god that's oh, god. good I love that's, this boy he's he's oh i have so many feelings about misawa and are all extremely positive yeah he showed up and i was like who is this and then like five minutes later i was like i love him he's perfect he's dating <laughs> judai yeah 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 because like he's kind of exactly. just been there in the background so far but he's not really done anything and now you, like we this is like explicitly a bastion episode and i'm so um, yeah, Misawa episode. Sorry, and I'm I'm grateful for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, in ad- in addition to being like the top ranked student in terms of grades in the entire school, um, Misawa also rips at baseball. Apparently, yeah, um, because he like he gets pitched and he like bats it again directly into Kronos the meat and cheese. Um, clown face <laughs> and for the rest of the scene yeah. this is so good because for the rest of the scene he has a baseball millennium eye yeah. mm-hmm. and it just stays there and like and they, it does eventually fall off at like again the perfect comedic timing yeah this show is so good i was really impressed yeah he's trained his eye muscles there to keep it there this is the first time i've heard chronos's voice and listening to him in the Japanese version was absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. I'm not fluent in mm-hmm. Japanese, but I'm decently conversational in it. Oh my god, it's a trip to listen to. It is a joy. I would listen to him read anything. So, okay, so if if you have a greater knowledge of spoken Japanese than we do, how Italian is his accent to you? Extremely. Mamma mia! Hey. Yeah. Yeah, and just the way that he emphasizes words and the way that he pitches, he just sounds extremely foreign and extremely specifically Italian. Wow. Excellent, excellent. Because like, I kind of hear it, but I'm never like, you know, I don't really know enough to... Yeah, yeah. Um, love that. Mwah, mwah. Speaking of pitches, there's probably something here. Someone take it. Yeah, there's, there's something I wanted to note, which is like... Like, they're all in, like, the gym uniforms are all uniform, like, they're all one color, but, like, the players all have, like, armbands tied around them that show which house they're from. I guess it's, like, an obelisk versus cipher match, or, not obelisk, a raw versus cipher. It's, it's a neat detail. That's fun! I, I actually really do enjoy that as, like, a way to, like, rep your house, I guess. Um... So, yeah, Misawa rips at baseball as well, and he whacks this, this baseball right into um, Kronos Demidici's, uh face, who, like, you know, I think appropriately after getting hit by a baseball kind of loses it a little bit, and, like, Judai and Sho go over to him and they're like, are you okay? And, uh, he's not. Like, yeah. he starts speaking in tongues. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, it was, um... Genuinely, it's genuinely really wholesome how they seem to be like they're just genuinely like, "Sir, are 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 you okay?" And he's just like, <laughs> um, and Misawa like while while Kronos is chewing them out, Misawa comes over and is like, "Oh Jesus, like I'm so sorry, I'm the one who hit that." And Kronos like has this moment, and it's almost like, you know, l- like love at first sight, where he's like. <sighs> 
all right, Manjame sucks, but, like, here's the top-ranked student. Like, maybe I can use this guy again. And he gets so, like, excited about Misawa as, like, a potential tool that he, like, loses his ability to form sentences. <laughs> um, so, like, Judai and Sho are like, what, like, what can we do for you? And in the sub, he's like, she, 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 I love him. It's just, yeah. he's Incredible. such a funny Italian yeah. going man. What else is there to say? Can we make it any more obvious? Exactly. I honestly don't remember uh, exactly what Crowler says other than like, oh shit, uh, Bastion's gonna, Bastion could beat Jaden probably. And then he's just playing a bunch of kiss ass to like get Bastion on his side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's basically, you know, he's playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. He wants this student to join his house. So he's trying to get up there, get up to be support or whatever. I don't actually know what you need to Join the Bison Farm. Um. <laughs> um, so it, it's baseball time is over. We only have limited time to dedicate to games that aren't dual monsters. Time to go back to dual class. Um, and Manjame is like, I'm still king shit and I'm going to sit down. And another boy's like, You are Bitch, not going to thought. sit down. Yeah, he's like, Hey, foot rub, iced tea, chop chop. Yeah, yeah. I like the iced tea. Get it? Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, the sub was just like, I'd like a drink and a massage, so I guess he just specifies in the dub. Huh. Huh. Oh, God. I like I like the idea that Manjame's on island time, I guess. Yeah. I God, mean, I they are noticed. on an island. Um, they are on an island, as as we will as will become important later on in this episode. I just noticed in this scene, like, Kronos de Medici comes in and I know he tells that he tells Manjome that he's going to be dealing Misawa for, like, his place in the dorm because, like, he sucks, sh- fuck you, uh, Chaz, you suck shit, now you've got a dual bastion. Um, but while he's telling him this, he's he's still got a, he's got a black eye from the baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. he does for the uh, rest of the episode. I honestly don't remember <laughs> he if he shows up outside of like one or two more scenes um. oh well yeah so you know it's a limited but it, it's it's still a very funny look um so be- before he does all, all all this though like manjame so manjame tries to sit down the other kids like you can't sit here anymore manjame's like what are you talking about it's my seat and he looks down at the seat and it's like free space yeah um and they're like yeah no you can go sit with the losers over there and raw and osiris and like my only thought he's shunned so hard by um the rest of his classmates that my only thought was like maybe it's osiris scarlet letter i, I don't i don't know okay um, oh. it's, it's something there. Uh, i worked in publishing i got nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll yeah. workshop it i do really like yeah i do really like the student heads just all around him laughing at him i genuinely don't know if that's supposed to be actual students laughing at him or if he's just imagining students laughing at him because he's so upset because like it starts well, off... back in the baseball game. Yeah, back in the baseball game, Judai was hallucinating, like, tigers and dragons around himself in Misawa, which was A, gay, and B, maybe <laughs> everyone's just hallucinating all the time on this island. Well, it's run mm. by Kaiba. Uh, it, it, it probably, you know, the vape smoke. He he got rid of all the, like, explicit artillery, but who knows what else... As we find out in the next episode, who knows what else this island is hiding? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, because like the yeah. the heads around him, like pe- students were genuinely laughing at him when he left the room. So mm. that seems sort of what's it called when it's in the thing, diegetic. 
um, yeah. yeah, like is happening. But then I think it just it just continues until he's fucking on the beach or some shit. Like they just follow him around in his imagination zone. You know, I do feel a bit sorry for him. Like actually, like ugh. yeah, Majime's kind of a great character. I I or yeah, I kind of like Chaz's thing here, which is that he he isn't the best, but he. He thinks he's the best, he wants to be the best, and also, as we'll find out later, he's required to be the best. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And yeah, also, very... I will say... He's about to get some depth. Yeah. He, he, you know, we will find out more about this later, but, like, I also admire, like, I, at this point, I was like, oh, you kind of got what you you deserved, especially oh, yeah. since he has some pretty assholish moments in this episode as well, um, but... Like, by the end of it, I was like, well, you're a man of your word, at least. It may not be worth much, but, like, you do stick by it, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, baseball. Yeah, the next scene is, um, uh, Misawa comes around to Slife a Red Dorm, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Misawa asks, uh, Judai and Sho for a favor, uh, He's like, hey, you guys, uh, could you help me paint over my room? That is the next scene, I believe. Yeah, that is the next scene. Also, yes, he, like, explains to them that the reason he's so good at baseball is he's really good at math. Like, absurdly good. He shows his bat and it's got, like, equations written all over it. Yeah, this scene, I this scene is insane, and I'm really glad I watched both the sub and the dub because it's like his room is covered in equations. He's written them all over his walls, all over his ceiling, and it pans around to a few of them. And he says the first equation they look at in the wall is Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, buddy, that is not an equation. It's just you've written something full of cosines. I don't know enough math to know what it is, but dude, his. His entire room, which is covered, as Joelle just mentioned, from, like, floor to literally on the ceiling, across the ceiling, with mathematical equations, looks like something out of an M. Night Shyamalan movie, honestly. Like, it it's... looks It looks like Gerald Robotnik's cell from Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like the... Because I think in this, in the... Maybe in the dub, it's more like, oh, Mars. But in the sub, it seems to be slightly more, like, science and, like, chemistry-focused, which makes sense considering he has like elemental decks um and also that that he goes to a school where they teach alchemy yeah 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 like he yeah. you know he's phil metal alchemist he's gonna commit the the bad taboo um i didn't he would never do that bastion is i i pure spirit would never do this um but yeah i just really like how it's all like chemistry stuff and he, he name drops like avocado's constant or whatever i don't know what the actual name of Avocado's Constant <laughs> is. I've been calling it Avocado's Constant for like 20 years of my life now. Oh um, my god. And stuff. I, it's better I that way. Him. Yeah, yeah. I will never know what it's actually called. Um, but yeah. Anyway, there's like a painting montage. Uh, they paint his room. Yeah. And they have a humble paint fight between boys. Yeah. Yeah. And the way he asks them to help him paint is by saying, I want you to help me give these stars a big bang. Oh yes, Misawa that is, is actually the gayest important. character in this entire show, and I love it. <laughs> Which you would think yeah. that like it may be Kronos, who again looks like a gay Instagram artist who's about to be called out for doing blackface, but it's not. It's Misawa. <sighs> yeah, Bastion feels pretty gay. Uh, I love. So him. they paint. They have a little paint fight. It's like a very wholesome little scene, and afterwards. Um, Misawa takes Judai and Sho to, like, the raw dorm, like, 
cafeteria, I guess. Yeah. Um, to be like, like, here's some lunch. And then he gets them lobster? Yeah. My bro has lobster money? Boys eat a lobster. A whole ass lobster. They are on an island. It's yeah. real cheap around here. Yeah. And um, just, I don't know, man. I've been to Maine, and even there, it wasn't that cheap. You know what? You're true. <laughs> I live on the coast. Or close yeah. to it. <laughs> Listen, I when I lived in India for six months, you could get a lobster for like a quid. It was great. As in on the coast. <laughs> well, that's that in was India. mainly the exchange rate, so this just kind of implies that Kaiba is embezzling lobsters. Um no, don't worry about it. Um the scene after this is the one where Chaz goes back to his dorm and I what yeah. is that? God, we're gonna find out that like Kaiba Corp has a fishery somewhere on this island. Kaiba Corp's probably embroiled in several lawsuits with indigenous fishers. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's either that or he's like 3D printing the meat. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that, I'm not sure I love that one. I mean, but I, I, listen. I actually do find it more likely. They, they've got like the crazy ass solid vision, like later in this episode, that literally produces water that kind of seems to be wet yes. so oh my god he could probably just like project a lobster and it becomes a real lobster it's i, oh I would god. believe it if the show told me mako tsunami finally gets his dreams realized uh <gasps> um anyway welcome to keeping up with the manja maze mm-hmm. <laughs> uh because the next scene is us with like Manjame back in his dorm room and he's uh zooming g- doing very good at social distancing and mm-hmm. zooming his two incredibly powerful like oligarch brothers I guess. Yeah, what yeah. do these fools do? Is one of them uh, like so banking of- and the other is politics? a politician. Yeah, mm-hmm. so one of them is is like a, a very high ranking banker and the other is like uh, Unclear what political position he holds. It's definitely an elected position because he talks about the campaign mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. here. But they're basically like, you understand what your role is, Manjame. Like, uh, sorry, you, what your role is, June. Like, I'm the head of politics and your brother here is the head of finance. Like, we need you to be the head of dueling, I guess? Um, to maintain our Manjame supremacy over the, I'd like, control the world to our, through our secret Manjame Illuminati? It's slightly concerning. Um, this really this is, is Kaiba's just, world. This is just what the Kennedys are like. Uh, <laughs> God. Yeah, they, they yell at him a bit, say some shitty stuff. And again, like, you kind of feel sorry for him, but he deserves it. And also, you start stop feeling sorry for him immediately following this scene. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, Manjame, Manjame makes a decision. He's like, all right, fine. If I need to be the head of dueling or whatever, I guess, mm. um, I will do whatever it takes to do that. And I have to go against Misawa. So time to sabotage Misawa. Yep. Um, and... Uh, the next the next scene is like Misawa coming across his deck in the water. Well, I mean, there's like a, a transition scene. Majime fi- Chaz finds out that uh that uh Bastion is gonna be spending the night with uh Jaden and Cyrus, so he realizes I should break <laughs> into his room. And we do get to see like J- Jaden and and Bastion just like snoozing. They're sleeping together in the really cute way. Yeah. The boys are snoring. So good. 
two bros snoozing in a dorm room. Yeah, like Chumley's initially afraid that he's gonna that that like Bastion's gonna like insult them because they're slifers and he's a raw. But then like like Cyrus explains their friends. They even let him eat at the meals, and they're like, "Oh, he can sleep in my bed if he wants." They're they're just they're just chill bros, and they're just they're basically they're basically spooning. Yeah. But the yeah. spoons are kind of set face up beside each other instead of spooning, so that's not really spooning. They are in a lover's embrace. They're in a lover's embrace. You love it. They are snoring in perfect sync. While they are exploring the springtime of their youth, um, uh, Manjame does indeed sneak into Misawa's room. Um, oh god, it's cute. Um, yeah. And um, the next scene is like, has like Misawa looking over his deck in the water the next morning. Um, and all he can think about is like, I, I, this is the exact same thing that happened obviously with Exodia on the way to like Duelist Kingdom. And, um, all he can think is like, we warned you about getting your cards thrown in the ocean, bro. We told you, dog. It keeps happening. <laughs> they did a fuck. He pulled a Weevil Underwood, but more. He did. Yeah. Like, the whole Aztec, and what I really like is, like, the way they find out about this is the the lady that runs the, the card shop, like, comes to All their right, dorm and is like, a terrible crime has been committed! Um, <laughs> and, like, leads them to the scene of the crime. It's just... So I have, I have a question. Where's the ethics committee now? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Surely this is the greatest crime that could be committed on this island. I mean... It's it's an obelisk blue, so it's not important. God, now I'm just imagining like th- that someone finds a deck that's been thrown out a window, and then the ethics committee are called, and then the next day there's like the scene of the crime with a little chalk outline drawn outside every single card and where it fell, and they're trying to find the culprit because you know destroying someone's deck is definitely akin to murder. This is the only CSI spinoff I want. <laughs> they're they're all souls, and like especially so in this series that has spirit cards. Yeah, they, so you they, know, they all seem to be living beings, and murder could be committed against them. So yeah, something to be investigated there. Anyway, it's duel time. Yeah, time for the duel that Manjame was supposed to have with Misawa. Yeah, uh, they have to go there, and like they explain their situation. Uh, Alexis and Zane show up, and like Alexis, like. Backs up uh, their explanation. Uh, Chaz and Growler aren't having any of it. Asuka's like, uh, Majime, I know what you did last summer, by which I mean last night. And, like, Majime just looks at her and goes, Ariana voice, and what about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then... Uh, his entire defense is, maybe I was throwing out my own cards, you don't know. <laughs> like, that's something maybe he's done before. Everyone does it sometimes. And then Manjame like looks at looks at Misawa and is like, anyway, time for a duel. Also, I want to raise the stakes since I know you don't have a, a deck anymore. Anyone who loses uh, has to is has to leave the academy. Uh, oh, that's sounds not fair, right? there. That's not in the dub. Really? Like, yeah. I forgot about that. I guess they leave that out. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's like I'm gonna raise the stakes. Whoever loses has to leave the academy. Uh, that's totally fair, right? And like literally everyone else is like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Um, but Misawa is like, "No, I'll take that." And then he rips off his shirt and he's fucking <laughs> shredded. Sorry, he's fucking decked. He's he's wearing <laughs> a playing card bomber vest. Oh, so good. I love this guy so much. It's incredible. I thought he was gonna blow himself up. Yes. Yeah, really. Like, that's what a bucket looks like. Um, yeah, he's got. He explains like 
Of course, that's just one deck that I use for one build. I have six whole decks for six different builds. Yeah, he really has the pro strats, I gotta say. And so he's like, he's like, that was, and he like looks at Manchame, he's like, oh, that deck you threw into the water? It wasn't even a real deck. It was just like a practice deck I was using. These are my real decks, and each one of them's a different element. And Manjame's like, God, I'm so mad I can't even speak right now. Um, <laughs> and, and like as he's going on, me, so I was like, yeah, let's let's go with the Earth deck. Let's see how you do against this. Does he does he say that, or is because uh, Manjobi is like, yeah, bring it on, bro. I'll burn everything down with the fire of my resentment. And then Misawa oh, so, is like, yeah. okay, well, guess I'll choose this deck. Oh yeah, he chooses the water deck, not the earth deck. Sorry, I just forgot because the first the first card he summons is literally Zigzagoon, except made of water, um, and it rules. Yeah, I love these boys. Very cute. All the cards, like they start dueling. Um, I'm just like all the cards. It's a duel in uh, Misawa's deck are just so fucking fresh and wet. Yeah, just like okay, never mind. Uh... <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> um i also really like as a side note um you know dan mentioned earlier that like asuka and uh rio showed up and like i do really like that rio's just like chilling with everyone now yeah. like he's hanging out with asuka which means he's just hanging out with everyone and his entire mystique has been like completely debunked within the space of two episodes i think that's fun like he's still yeah. aloof but he is present and interested yeah he's like He's aloof the way like Otogi was aloof yeah. in like yeah like the like Otogi was aloof in like Duel Monsters, which is like you're not really part of this core group, and you're like but you're like still like engaged in it, and you're still making commentary on it. It's like nice that he's just like straight up like goes from being like I'm the Duel Kaiser to being like I'm here for funsies. I'm just here for a laugh, mate. Um, yeah, he entered the friendship orbit. He'll never achieve escape velocity now. Yeah, that's Yu Gi Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, I don't got things to say about the deal, because I don't really... Neither do I. Uh, the important no. thing is, like, Bastion, like, like, had, like, had, like, has, like, a very distinct strategy to, like, overcome Chaz. It's not, it's not super elaborated upon, but just, like, Chaz, er, like, Bastion's plan was, like, basically, he, he explained, like, like, it's the new Vegas opening. Uh, you know, you, you think you had a run of bad luck, but the truth is, the game was rigged from the start. Yeah. And then he yeah. shoots him in the face. Uh, yeah, it's just like everything that happens, he's like quite calmly like, yes, I have calculated for this and counters it. Like without really... He doesn't get flustered at all. He keeps his cool. He's hydrated. I do have something in my notes here that says, I need someone to explain Misawa math to me in very small words, but I don't know what that was in reference to. It's Misawa, I, I feel like I'm that probably came from the dub. I don't remember him saying anything about math in the subversion of it, but like that's his like shtick. He's like, I'm good at card games because I'm good at math. Mm-hmm. I'm good at everything because I'm good at math. Mm-hmm. Everything is math, even Schrodinger's cat. It's true. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I have to say that, um, like sort of unrelated, I've been like noting the music in GX a lot more than I did in. Duel Monsters, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do really like the sort of, um, the sound of like the 
I'm about to win this duel or like I'm about to turn this duel around music mm-hmm. um, in GX a lot because it sounds extremely like the soundtrack of sports anime of this era of like the mm. early 2000s. Yeah, yes. um, That's neat. Which I think is really fun in terms of like driving home the idea of Yu-Gi-Oh as a sports anime, which it isn't, but it kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah. Like I could, I it's could. sports. You know, I can hear a case for Brooks and Eddie watching it on Chance Ball. Because it's a sports anime. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Chihara Furu. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel, I do feel like we should watch Chihara Furu for one of our April Fool's episodes. Or so just kind good. of for the crack one it's day. Really good. Um, it's really good. I need to finish good. it. Um, yeah, and like the way this duel ends is, uh, you know, Misawa does big chemistry. And, you know, fuses uh, some of his water monsters with one of his, like, oxygen dragons. Makes a big water dragon, which is sick as fuck to look at. Oh, yeah, this thing It's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Love it. And then he drowns Manjame. Yeah. With real water. With real water. <laughs> with, with, it is, he, he attacks Manjame and like literally wipes him off the dual field with real water that makes him real wet. And like the whole arena is flooded. Like, what is this water? What is this Kaiba Corp uh, system? Like, what is happening? This is blowing my mind. This is why I think Kaiba can just print lobsters. And then, and then there's like a cut to like Judai, and then it cuts back to the arena, and all the water's gone. But like for like a few seconds, there's like a flooded arena. Like it was. Yeah, they. As soon as I, I guess when they turn off the holograms, it doesn't exist anymore. I guess, but it's. But for now, we've got a bit of a water situation. Anyway, Misawa wins. Yeah. And then he like does some detective shit to like prove that Charles was the one who did it. He's like. He's like, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember how he deduced it. Yeah, because there was math scribbled on the card because Misawa just writes math on everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so that's basically the end of the episode. My final thoughts on it is that Misawa is a perfect good boy. I've only known Misawa for 12 episodes, but if anything happened to him, I'd kill everyone in this room and then myself. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So before we end this episode, I do want to say that uh, uh, Misawa, like, because, uh, yeah, like, what's his, Kronos is like, oh, you now, now, Bastion, you can join Obelisk Blue. And Bastion is like, no, I, I will not do that. I'm only going to join Obelisk Blue when I am officially the best duelist in this entire school. And he yeah. declines it very gracefully and stuff, you know, just so we don't have says- to change his character design, I guess. Specifically, he says that, like, and I won't be that until I beat you, Judai. And Judai's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's have a duel right now. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. Like, let's fucking go. I'm, I'm very excited for this. And Misawa's like, mm, Please. no, sorry. Clumped on. And Judai's, Judai, Judai's like, why not? He's like, and he, he says, um, because these decks aren't complete, I created them to counter your elemental heroes, but they're not ready yet. So let's wait on that. Oh. And then they call each other number one and number two, and it's adorable. And they're dating. And they're dating. They are Confirmed. dating. Yeah, it, it ends with this flash of them as, like, that they embody, a, like, the dragon and the tiger. Yeah, yeah, that's a really uh, cool screen. Yeah. It pulls us back to that baseball game. I wrote some of the dub lines down from that opening game that Please. were just incredible. Please. Okay. Jaden says, he'll score, and he'll score, and then I'll score. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then Misawa comes along and says... Get ready for some heat, Jaden. This one's coming in red hot. 
Oh my I God. hope you're ready for something with some bite. And then Jane oh my comes God. back with, now here's some bite for you. God. <laughs> I'm evaporating actually now. So. <laughs> All right. Um, the sub gives us a better Chronos, but the dub gave us that. Yeah, yeah. You, you really best of both worlds. Have should we? Have we been playing games, gamers? No. Let's go anyway. Let's go anyway. All right. Let's go top down. So Dan, you start. All right. Uh. I've been playing two games, uh, Hades and Bug Snacks. Which do you want to hear me talk about? Bug Snacks. Yeah, let's do Bug Snacks because I don't yeah. actually know anything about Bug Snacks. Yeah, so. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, so Bug Snacks is like this. It's this sort of sort of like adventure game slash creature catching game where you have landed on an island. You are seeking out the legendary. Uh, what's her name? Liz... I can't remember her full name, but her name is Lisbert, who is like this legendary explorer who came to this island called called the Isle of Bugsnacks or something like that. And, uh, you have to... She... You arrive, but she's gone missing. Uh, you actually have to, uh... So in order to find her, you have to, uh, find the entire uh, population of Snacksburg... And just, like, bring them back to town so you can interview them and get a full idea of where Lisbert really is. Uh, mm. Also, you're all, like, these Muppet people called, uh, called, uh, Grumpuses. Uh, everyone oh. has names like Philbo, Befica, oh. Oh. Chandlo. <laughs> uh. That's my favorite cast member of Friends, mm. Chandlo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you, and on this island are bug snacks, a unique animal that is not quite bug and not quite snack, but a little of both. It's, they're like these little, like, these like little anthropomorphized, well, not anthropomorphized, but like these little animalized versions of various foodstuffs. There's a, there's a strawby, uh, the snack pod, uh, shishkabug, uh, snackiri, uh, Queeble and Bunger, my personal favorite. Bunger is so good. Bunger? It's a Yeah. That whips. Bu- yeah. Bunger is like this cartoon <laughs> burger with like curly uh curly fries legs and the and they all, they like all bug snacks all say their name. So like Bunger. a Pokemon. The Pokemon style. Yeah, like Pokemon design. And Bunger's voice is just really funny. It's like bunger, 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 bunger. It's so good. Bunger. And the the story. I've never loved anything more secondhand. Bunger. Yeah. God, bunger. there's bunger. Just look up bunger on like YouTube so you can hear how good Bunger's voice is. Uh, nice. But it's also like surprisingly emotional, like. As you, like, meet the various, uh, denizens of the island, you, like, learn their backstories and, like, how- They're, like, troubled, complicated backstories. It It's also very gay. There's, like, a gay k- kiss in, like, the first te- minute of the- of the game. Hell yeah! Uh, there's one straight couple and two 
There's a gay couple and a lesbian couple. Uh, I love that. CDPR wishes. I see no difference. Love is love. <laughs> love it. Bug is snack. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I'm going to check that out, Dan. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. It's uh, 20. I think it's like 20, $25 on. It's on PS4 and the Epic Game Store. I'm playing uh, Epic Game Store. What have you been playing, Joelle? I just finished my new game plus playthrough of Persona 5 Royal, in which I discovered like after playing the game for 140 hours that if you touch the touchpad of the PS4 controller that the Mona bus will purr while you're inside it, <gasps> like you're petting it from the inside and I lost my mind. I'm still excited about that. God, video games rule. Video games are so good. And I'm finally starting the Yakuza series this week. Yes! So Yakuza 0 oh is queued up and ready to go and I'm so excited. Are you starting with 0? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Zero, Zero is one of my like top four games from this last decade. It's so fucking good. Um, I, I literally have like no bad things to say about it. It's just an impeccable game. Yeah, I, I full-heartedly agree. That game rules. Um, the other ones, I mean, I, I, I have cons to like the, uh, the other games. I haven't played seven yet, but, um, I, I have like comments on it. I, I literally have zero criticisms for Zero. Um, That's it's why just, they call it so- Yakuza Zero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, um, um, and it also gave me, like, an obsession and a new comfort character in the form of Majima Goro, which is extremely questionable taste on my part, but it's fine. You're so valid. <laughs> Excellent. I cannot wait to find more questionable characters to get really attached to, because that's what I like to do. Oh, God. He's, he's Moe, and I'm not going to <laughs> take any criticisms or comments to the otherwise. Um, <laughs> uh... <laughs> Cool. That it? That's it. Neato. So I've also been playing Hades. Um, I beat, I didn't beat Hades. I fought Hades for the first time last night and I oh. got down his first life and then he um, murdered me three times and took away all my death defiances. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but like outside of that, I play like Hades on and off. Um, whenever I have a spare moment at this point because I have brain worms. Um, but when, right now, like my actual dedicated Gaming time is uh, being spent on replaying Ori and the Blind Forest. Oh, yeah. Which I, I haven't played in several years, um, and which is, in my mind, an exceedingly difficult platformer. Um, maybe I'm just really bad at uh, the kind of platformer that Ori is. I mean, I enjoy it a lot. It's, it's a beautiful game. It's a 2D platformer. Um, and um, it has... It's sort of like the same... Um, feeling is something like Child of Light or some of the other games I've, I've mentioned here before where it's like a fairy tale mm-hmm. 2D platform, but, um, it's, it's a really fun game, but like exceptionally difficult mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, so I am trying to go through that and not pull out all my hair. Nice. Uh, is that you? That's me. I have not been playing any games, but Final Fantasy VII is T-posing in the back of my mind. Um, so maybe I'll the get remake? back to it. No, no, the original. I have no capacity to play the remake. I only have the original on, on Snitch. But it's fine. I like the way it looks. I, do, I like the little Legos. Uh, uh, maybe yeah, I'll same. play them again someday. I have to say, I have to say, you do lose something from not having to switch over from disc one to disc two. That is the only game I've actually ever played that has come out on on t- 
two discs. Oh. Um, and then I had actually Final Fantasy VIII, I think, also came on two discs. <laughs> God, excellent. Um, but yeah, and in the middle of the episodes, we give shoutouts to our $10 and above Patreons, which currently stand at Booby Hashiko, Jazz Dumpster, Morg, Comma, Haunting the, Listening Now, I believe, Nero Wyvern, also Listening Now, I believe, and Service. Thank you. Give it a bit more flair here. Um, great. Well, uh, let's get our game off and talk about whatever the 13th episode is called because i don't know oh shit one second i have it give me one moment okay episode 13 and a sub is called wild nature's release monkey duel monkey duel what is what is it called in the dub it's called monkey see monkey duel okay that's, that's better a, that's a good title that's i will hand it to them so the beginning of this episode is where my AKA comes from, because this is literally the opening to 28 Days Later, um, a monkey that is the subject of an experiment in a secret lab escapes and then um, releases a contagion to the world. And the contagion in this case is um, Evil Monkey. Damn, you are right, huh? That is what yeah. happens in that, huh? Hmm. Mm-hmm. What if instead of biting you, the zombies had to deal you, and if you lost the deal, you became a zombie? Um... Yeah, I'd go a lot slower. It'd probably be a lot easier to contain. Yeah, I don't think it would be an issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wasn't that season four kind of? Uh, yep. Anyway. You know what? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep. 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 Um. Yeah. How does but this yeah, happen? Dual Dual Academy Island has a secret secret monkey R and D research lab, and it's right at the base of the volcano. And this, oh, so this I is just on the island, huh? Yeah. God. Just Kaiba way. has an evil genius. My favorite later. thing about the lab monkey is the helmet that makes it look like a xenomorph. Yeah, it looks. It makes it look like a Power Rangers monster of the week. Yeah. Um. But anyway, enough about funny monkey. Um. Manjame has to go stick to his word. Yeah. See, uh, I don't think I noticed that he'd promised to leave the island in the sub, so I thought he was just like, I'm too embarrassed to stay here anymore, so I'm gonna leave. Yeah, that's the yeah, vibe he... I got from the dub. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there he does have, like, this moment of being like, wow, I lost, like, twice in a row. I cannot stay here anymore. But he did make the promise, and he is, even though Misawa's like, you really don't have to do this um, in the last episode or whatever, not right now, yeah. obviously. Um, he's like, nope, made a duel, made a bet, gonna stick to my promise, and I'm going to say farewell to the Duel Academy like an ex-lover. <laughs> He's made a very bad decision, and by God, he's going to stick to it. Um, Elliot is telling us in chat that there are only 28 Juden slash Bastion fics on AO3. Get writing, people! <laughs> um, yeah, how does the monkey find them? I have no idea. Oh, so because they have... So, um, I, I can't remember. I think it's Sho who, like, shows up to Judai and is like, Hey, bad news. Uh, Manjame's fucking missing. Yeah. He's like... Yeah, Jaden's like... Cyrus says that Chaz is gone, and Jane's like, wait, why is that bad? Uh, <laughs> Cyrus <laughs> says, savage. well, he's your big duel rival. And Jane's like, oh yeah, I need competition. <laughs> They're much no kinder in the sub. They're much kinder in the sub. Like, shows like, um, Manjame's missing, and Jedi's like, oh god, we need to look for him immediately. Aww. And Sho goes immediately to, he might kill himself. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What? 
yeah, they do kind of go immediately there. I mean, to be fair, this is the show that, like, where suicide has been an option yep. several times for, like, losing a duel. This is true. <laughs> this is normal behavior. Uh, one of Chaz's former goons is like, hey, he kept losing, and if he can't beat the ketchup and mustard teams, what's the point? Yeah, the- oh my Who god, the ketchup, ketchup and mustard, mustard team. Sorry, I like, I I blanked on that while you were saying it, and then it hit me two seconds later, and it's so good. Wait a second. Wait, oh my god, I'm with it. Then yeah. water obelisk. If Is there a condiment that's blue? It's the, like, it's the, like, Shrek, like, versions of, oh, like, the squeezy. <laughs> the, like, electric blue sh- or whatever shit that only comes out at Halloween. Ew. Is blueberry syrup a condiment? Ooh. Oh. Oh. That's it. It could be, if you're not a coward. <laughs> I mean, I would consider it a condiment, especially- There- there are people who, like, dip their fries in, like, maple syrup, so, you know. Mm. Um, See, the the hypothesis I was going to kind of put forward uh, for peer review was uh, squeezy cream. What is squeezy cream? The cream you squeeze out of a ask. tube. Like the cream. Is it, like, I don't think... This, th- might, be, <laughs> this might be a, a British thing, Sarah. It is not. It is absolutely not. The fucking whipped cream you squeeze out of a tube that goes... Oh, do oh, you mean, like, oh, like, like aerosol stuff? Ready whip? Yeah, just the cream that comes in a tube. Like canned whipped cream? Yeah. The cream you okay. squeeze out of a tube. <laughs> it's not. I don't know what it's called. I don't buy it. I don't like it. I don't respect it. Sorry, I'm sorry. When you say squeeze out of a tube, I imagine like toothpaste. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Listen, listen, Uh, the tub, the tubes that I always see it come in, they're blue. Okay. All right, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. You make a fair point, Sarah. Um. They're whipped cream. Uh. Toothpaste would also be better if it came out of an aerosol can into your mouth. Mm. Would it, though? I'm not sure about that. That's a big idea. TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. This is our new pot of green, new Patreon reward. We'll send you our latest product. Including toothpaste. <laughs> this is such a deranged <laughs> conversation. <laughs> it's because I don't know what happens in the episode, so I can't talk about it. So I just <laughs> okay. So they Please they go on me. a ma- so so show and um Judai go to like Asuka and her two friends Junko and I can't remember the name of the other one, but Junko is important for oh, this episode. Oh, I wrote it down. Momoa is the other one. Momoa. Okay. Great. So they so they go to they go to um they go to Asuka and Asuka gets her two friends Mobue and Junko to come with her as well as they basically scour the island looking for Manjime. Yeah. And um this is this is how Funny Monkey finds them. And I will just say I'm not a fan of this monkey. He is not a funny monkey. He is illegal, but he is not a stylish <laughs> IKEA monkey. <laughs> An a illegal but not stylish monkey. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, if you like... put a puffy coat on him, it would improve. Yeah. Truly. Truly. Significantly. Um, yeah, and he kidnaps one of the girls? Junko. So, Junko. while they, like, split up... No, her name's Jasmine in the dub. Uh, I, <laughs> I kind of like the funny monkey. Uh, a little bit. Um, You're she... allowed. I yeah. personally do not, but... I mean, I'd say it's a safe bet to say that the monkey is probably funnier in the dub. This just seems right to me, you know? Yeah, probably. He's a little 
a little like possessive and creepy in the sub, which oh. I do not appreciate. Oh, yeah. that's not in the dub at all. Oh yeah. God, I wish that were me. Yeah, yeah God, there is like a me. bunch of jokes where like Alexis or er, er, like Jasmine is like like thinks that uh, the monkey is trying to take her on a date or something. Uh, like she's talking about, oh no, I'm high maintenance. Uh, my friends are cuter. Y- you don't want to date me. Uh, mm. But yeah, the the monkey takes her all the way out to a tree hanging off a cliff. Uh, uh, Jaden and, and the rest get there. And then come, like, some of the science team, and they're aiming a trank at the monkey. Who, I want to I wanna take a moment, sorry to interrupt Dan, has been started talking to them. Yeah. In, in what I can, using what I can only imagine is Stephen Hawking-esque technology. Yeah, uh, basically, uh, they explain it a little bit later, which is, Around this time, which is that the uh, helmet reads his mind and talks to him. Uh, okay, I from what I recall oh, of the that's sub, interesting. they say that his dual helmet has been programmed with dueling vocabulary. So, like, he doesn't talk, but he does say words like duel and draw and, like, I set a card huh. based on type stuff. So, like, he, the only yeah. words he can say are when he's dueling. Why did they create this poor creature? Okay, so I have a <laughs> note from Elliot that has been passed on to me. Elliot, apparently in the dub, the, the name of the monkey is Wheeler. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Wheeler the it's dueling the monkey. about the dub of this episode. <laughs> and the, the, this is presumably like a Kaiba Corp run thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Thank you, Sato. Um, uh-huh. What they a named petty the bitch. monkey they torture after Kaiba's greatest enemy. Well, greatest annoyance. Most anti-citizen number one. Anti-citizen number one? Yeah, the least least respected man in Kaiba Corp. Uh, Ka- Kaiba Corp's perspective. Good. Amazing. Do you think all the lab monkeys in this island are wheeler? They're just numbered or something? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, the tracks. Oh, yeah. We need to get to that a bit later, actually. But for the time being, like, the scientists show up and they're about to trank him. And Judai's like, no, he's a dual monkey, right? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we, like, genetically manipulated him to duel. He's like, so let me duel him. And if I win, he'll let Junko go. And Junko's like, and what happens if you lose? And Judai's like, yeah. ah, I'm not going to lose. <laughs> me? What? Who? I'm... <laughs> And yeah, so like he's like he's dealing like to get the the girl back, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, um, they duel. Yeah, that's yeah. that's all Although I got. He, the monkey does just kind of put Junko on this tree. She couldn't get up and walk away. Yeah, like there's nothing stopping her. It's very think, strange. Yeah, I think the idea is that he's kind of blocking the only route off of the tree. Yeah, it's sort of like a they're trying to resolve this peacefully, uh, but with yeah, through dealing. There's some incredible lines here. I think I wrote down almost everything the scientists say in the dub. Oh, excellent! And everything that 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 Judai says in this, because yeah, I mean the scientist introduces this monkey with that's no mere monkey. We've been training it. It's a duelist monkey. God. And we have Judai saying, when two people duel, they bear their hearts to each other. That goes for monkeys, too. Yeah, I think we had that in the sub, but I remember that line. Every single line in the sub is incredible for this. It's been programmed with all duel-related vocabulary. 
which is really horrific that this monkey can only express itself through dueling terms. Well, I feel like most people on this island can only express themselves through dueling terms. The scientists are like, kind of agree to it, just because like, hmm, you know, we could use a field test for our dueling monkey. Uh, go ahead and duel him. And like, at some point during the duel, the guy with the trank gun is like, I can take the shot while he's dueling, and the scientist says, no, we need that field data. <laughs> Pull the trigger, piglet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they duel. The monkey has a monkey-themed deck. It, it's it's not that exciting a duel, in my opinion. Um, the most exciting part of it for me is at one point, the, the first time, like, Judai does damage, we get to see through, like, the monkey's eyes, and all of the life points are in bananas. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, it. So he has, instead of 4,000 life points, he sees four bananas. Yeah. Oh um, and he gets to see those knocked out, and it's like, I'm like, oh, I love Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> Super Monkey Duel. <laughs> The only other thing that's worth noting about the duel itself is that uh, the monkey uses DNA surgery to make all the monkeys beast, to make all the monsters on the field beast type. Mm -hmm. And like Jaden's monsters like all transform into like, like sort of beast versions of themselves. We get a furry flame wingman, a furry clay man. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. This one goes out to the furries out there. <laughs> um... <laughs> anyway, like as the as the duel is coming to a close, um, all these other monkeys show up, and so this island is full of monkeys. And every day we learn something new about duel academia, yep. and it makes me lose my mind. Every Normal day, school. every day I learn new. Every day I learn new information. Um, and as they like get to the end of it, Judai like turns to this duel monkey, and like Will Smith's voice goes, "Can you win a game of duel monsters?" And the monkey looks at him and goes, "Can you?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and anyway, Bionic Monkey is sad about being the subject of horrifying um, experiments. Yeah. So the monkey expresses that they want to reunite with their family. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I think like at the end of the deal, the scientists are like, "Right, let's get the monkey." And and Judai is like, "No," and like T poses to protect all the monkeys on the island. Just just really quickly before the duel uh -huh. ends, the monkey's like, "Like I want to, I want to reunite with my family, which is why I have to win this duel." And Judai looks at him and basically goes like, "Sorry to hear about your animal abuse and the horrifying lack of ethics demonstrated by the secret science cabal, but also." <laughs> die. <laughs> like, we need Junko back. Then perish. Mm -hmm. It's really wild in the middle of the duel, too, like when um the scientists explain the experiment of the monkey because monkeys can hear spirit voices far better than humans can. What? And the, that was not in the dub. That was only in the sub. The yeah. dub is just like, oh yeah, we just torture the monkey for fun, which I thought was a really bold dubbing choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so as Sarah mentioned... What? As Sarah mentioned, all the scientists try to capture it, and Judai's like, no! Uh, like, uh, no, sorry, Judai's like, free the monkey! And the scientists are like, no! And actually, we're gonna frame you for murder! And you're gonna go to jail for what? 30 years! What?! And Judai's like, shit, I didn't think about that, they have guns! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Uh, oh my god. But, but luckily, luckily, um, in literally the greatest moment of vigilante justice I've ever seen in any piece of media ever, mm -hmm. just as um the scientists are about to pull the trigger piglet, um, they are the one with the trank gun is knocked off his ass by Pharaoh. Yes! It's so good. I love Pharaoh so much. 
The monkey said that no. The the DNA surgery card said furries come forth and and Kapoi Sensei and Pharaoh here they are to save us. Um, Dainokuji um is like I love Kapoi Sense Sensei, but like the two of the so like Dainokuji like comes in and he's like good work Pharaoh and he looks at all the scientists and he looks at like the monkeys and he looks at like the children that they've been like threatening with weapons and he's like mm, you probably don't want the public to hear about this so i would probably cut take the l and leave <laughs> yeah 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 and they do it's yeah so good. uh the monkey gets to keep the dual disc and yeah. jaden's uh, jaden's like excited and he said uh, he tells the monkey that he hopes to duel him again someday yeah i i really hope the one monkey teaches all the rest of the monkeys to duel and then there are simply just dealing monkeys on the island yeah oh God, yes i like that they don't seem to be like monkeys like the kind you see in the japanese countryside they don't have tails they're like chimps this is just like an island full of great apes it's very <laughs> yeah. weird god dual academy lore is so good my my final note for this episode is just um like Daitokuji like looks at them and he goes oh by the way i found manjime and they're like oh my god is he okay and he's like yeah he's fine but he's gone yeah. <laughs> he left on the family yacht. He did leave on the family yacht. <laughs> oh my god. Until they got there, I was wondering how he was going to leave an island. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, I guess, kind of episode 13. That's that's all I got. I did notice when Daidokuji talks, this is the first time I've heard him, mm-hmm. he does Japanese cat speak where he yes. ends yeah. everything with, like, mia instead of na, and I was like, oh my god. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I just love him so threatening good. the scientists while doing mia. Love when we so when we much. say Catboy Sensei, we meant that shit. Yeah. God. Yeah. I love it. Um Dan. You know like yeah. Do you got do you got some good voice info for us? Uh yeah, I do just want to note that like the episode in the dub ends with like Banner just t- telling them, Hey, you skipped you skipped class on us. You need to like I need to like teach you what hap- what you missed. And that's sort of We've imported alchemy to learn. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I do have a great uh, person to talk about on Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon This week, we are talking about Chaz's Japanese voice actor, Taiki Matsuno. Uh, there isn't much personal information on Taiki Matsuno, but it seems like he started in the 90s. Uh, he's previous... Taiki is like a stage name. His real name is Tatsuyo Matsuno. Uh, let's see, some of his earliest roles appear to be... Uh, Little Prince in the Little Prince TV show Aww. in 1978. Uh, his next role is in Mobile Suit Gundam F91 from uh, 1991. Uh, cool. His next role is like several years later. Playing this is around when his career starts to pick up. He he played a Pegasus on Sailor Moon. Uh, he's, oh, right. He was that fucking horse. Yeah, that fucking terrible horse. Sorry. Baby, baby, love. <laughs> Uh, get his ass. Yeah, he's played uh, uh, Koga from Inuyasha. Uh, he's played 
uh, Liu Shan and Ling Tong from uh, the Dynasty War. Er, is it Dynasty War? Yeah, Dynasty Warrior series. And he is the Japanese voice actor for SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, fuck oh my yeah. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what? If, if he's able to do SpongeBob SquarePants, then he's probably the only um, say you I can think of that has the range uh, that Tom Kenny has required to do that, plus all those other roles. Hmm. Uh, oh, he's he also was like Agumon in a Digimon. Oh, uh, shit. Well, specifically Digimon Data Warriors? Digimon Data okay. Squad, but only Data Squad. Every other okay. Agumon role has been uh, Agumon's usual voice actor. Uh, That's what I thought. I, I knew, It's a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, her his usual voice actor is uh, Chika Sakamoto. Uh, Nito. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, questions. Questions. If you want to send us a question, you can send it in on Twitter in response to one of our ask posts, or answer anytime you feel like it in the Millennium Bag channel in our Discord, which can be accessed from Kaiba.online. Well, yeah, we have none on the Twitter. They we just have some juicy, juicy ones in the Millennium Bag channel. Yep. Okay. So the first one, um, which is from Neurochronus the Vinky, the Vinky, here listening, the Vinky. Um, you are a card game obsessed, eccentric trillionaire with no moral compass. What animal would you do card game experiments on? Um, I have an answer for this. Actually, to start us off, um, I would do experiments on a tardigrade um, because. If nothing else can kill them, maybe <laughs> card games can. And if card games can't, then at least we'll have them for a while to do experiments on. The only way to get to end it is to send them to the Shadow Realm. I don't, I don't know. Um, are mine's dolphins? Yeah, I, I, I'm agreed. Dolphins. I know, they just seem like they would be petty duelists. They've had it too good for too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, take this fucking dolphins <laughs> Fucking down a peg. Yeah, I, I pick snakes because I want to see if they could actually grow arms out of their sheer desire to duel. Hmm. Oh, see, not see. I was imagining like a snake with like the deal disc is kind of on its tail and it's got its tail and it's it's just kind oh, of that's adorable. It's got like a prehensile yeah. kind of deal going on. It's just picking up the cards. Uh, I think it'd be pretty yeah. cute. Oh, and then you've got a rattler and it gets excited. <gasps> its tail starts rattling. <laughs> Sorry, I got to because that's really cute. <laughs> uh, LVA in the chat, who is currently going by Beyblade in our Discord, uh, asks, who spends the most money on hair product or and or who has zero money to spend on hair product? Because they used to call Yu-Gi-Oh! the hair show, that's why. Um, Judai has never used a hair product in his life. Yeah, that's why all his hair kind of goes down instead of up. Yeah, um, probably the person who actually spends the most money is Kronos, but, um, that's just because Mm -hmm. he only uses the most expensive products, not because they're actually better, but just because he's like, they cost more money, therefore they are more elite. Yeah, 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 I, I, I feel in that. I also think Chaz spends, like, three hours every morning getting his hair to go into that shape. Yeah. He either spends three hours or no time. It's either, like, natural bedhead or, like, very specific Mm-mm. work. I'm going with the second one in this. Like that. One of his shitty older brothers has a shitty little goatee, so we also know that could be in his future. Could spend a lot of money on that. Oh. Yeah, his older brothers had some, some looks going on, eh? 
Yeah, one of them just looked kind of like a normal man. The other one has like these this like this like weird mullet that that fans out and and like a a goatee. I think Chaz is just kind of inheriting the art of uh using hair products uh from the Majomi family. Hmm. They have their own line. It's part of their global domination. Yeah, that's part of their plan. Like everyone's gonna be mandated to use these products. Um what's our next question, Audrey? Uh, my next question. Um, speaking of money, how much do you think? Oh, sorry, this is from uh Flutterdark. Uh, question speaking of money, yes. <laughs> how much do you think Bastion paid for all the decks he has? I mean, on the screenshot, he has six. And also, the second question: How deformed is the monkey's head that the helmet l- looks like that? I think the monkey's head is fine. Same. Yeah. Uh... I think I think the scientists were just having a laugh, mate. <laughs> yeah. I still think they were trying to make that monkey into a xenomorph. Mm. Its head could have been magnificent. So, you know how they, like, tried to make a dog into the xenomorph, yeah! but it was too funny? Yeah, Maybe so if they cute. made a monkey, it wouldn't have been as hilarious. Mm. Yeah, I think they just want to think that they have, like, a weird xenomorph, but it's a perfectly normal monkey, it's completely healthy, it's fine, they just want to kind of feel they've got a alien thing. They just want to feel like they've really earned that volcano science lab. Yeah, 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 yeah. As for the money question, I will say that I think Misawa probably sent an, spent an obscene amount, but, like, that's having a hobby. I have no idea how much one card costs. So sorry. How much can a co- How much can a card- It's a card, Michael. How much can it cost? Ten dollars? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's six decks, Flutterdark. How much can it cost? Forty dollars? I, ge- I That's genuine. I don't know. Do you think Misawa uses all his math to play the stock market to get money for cards? Oh, fuck shit, so he does. Mm. He, like, picks a card, watches its value go up and down, like I can only assume card values do, like turnips in Animal Crossing or the stock market, and just kind of buys and sells. Like, I could see that. He's secretly richer than Chaz. Oh, but, like, he's humble about it. He's chill about it. He buys, he uses his money to buy his friends lunch. Or, or his boyfriend and his boyfriend's friend. Lunch. The polycule. This is my boyfriend, Jaden, and this is his boyfriend, Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that complicated. Yeah. Just duelists being in love. I have one, before we move on, I have one final theory, and that is in order to secure funding for their monkey experiments, they had to convince Kaiba that they had got like this really weird kind of alien genius monkey, so that's why they designed the helmet like that, just to get funding. That, that's I'm done. Oh, and they only taught it dual words because that's all Kaiba cares. Yeah, yeah, as we as we will find out later on in the series, Kaiba does in fact care about space. Uh, <laughs> uh so uh, Z Paladin asks: Given that dogs have been given access to speech via buttons, how long would it take to teach a dog how to duel? <laughs> you have stumbled into a. Uh, Question we will answer in about two series from now. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Shit. Oh, my God. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Um, my answer until then is it depends on how well they respond to cream cheese. Hmm. <laughs> I, do, I don't understand. I mean, that's how you, like, train dogs to do things. Oh, it's shit, like, really? Uh, yeah, like, or, like, cream cheese or peanut butter or whatever. Like, it's like, oh, you want them to kiss you? It's like, oh, like, put some cream cheese on your cheek and get them to lick it. Um, oh. You want them to sit? Like, give them a treat or a cream cheese th- or something wrapped in cream cheese or whatever. Anyway. 
Yeah. So say someone stole a deck from a dog and threw it in the ocean and then the cards were found uh, and they were like, oh, that there's no reason this could be the dog's deck. This could be anyone's deck. And then they, this, the person who found the deck holds up the card dramatically and it's covered in cream cheese and you're like, no chance. This could only have been the dog's deck. It's covered in peanut butter. That's the world I'm living in right now. Yeah. I love that. Our next question is from official question asker of the show, Flutterdark, asking who would win, the monkey from this episode or Monkey Tristan? It's Wheeler. Dual monkey. Dual monkey. Dual monkey. No question. Like, Monkey Tristan is cute, but it also is Tristan. The thing is, it monkey is, it's, Trist- it is Tristan. First monkey of all, Trist- Tonda. <laughs> monkey Tristan is every single problematic uh, mascot character. Yeah. Yeah, so first of all, it is Honda, and second of all, Duel Monkey's literally genetically engineered to duel. Yep. Yeah. Like, this is what he was mm-hmm. created to duel, do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Duel Monkey, the monkey with the duel on it. Duel yeah, Monkey. Yeah, no, no, no question, no question there. <laughs> if you could, okay, from uh, Kali, uh, if you could duel any kind of animal, animal what would you choose? Um, I might go with, like, a snail. I'd actually, I'd actually choose an animal. Um, I <laughs> sorry. I want to duel an alligator for the novelty of it. That could be really fun. I I hope that you'd yeah. be dueling it. Like I am imagining your fursona dueling another alligator. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is a pleasant That's mental good. image to have in my mind. Just two alligators dueling. What could be better than this? It's like it's like the dogs playing poker painting. But it's alligators playing dual monsters. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh god, that's art. That is And I think that's it of actual questions. Yeah, I don't have any animals. Right? Oh wait, one more. Uh from Cass, uh, number one you based on in the chat. Uh if Kaiba were to assign personas to the Yugi gang, what would he give them? We did have a segment about this, didn't we? Yeah. Well, I specifically said like what they would make their personas based on the fact that they are growing up in the 2000s. So this, 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 yeah, because Kaiba assigned the monkey wheeler, so that feels like, just, just yeah, yeah guys, listen to our, our previous episodes. I can't remember exactly when it was, but we've been over it. Yeah. Yeah, I also don't think Kaiba cares enough to assign a persona to anyone except for Jonochi and his boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kaiba doesn't even know what a persona is. The fact that he, like, government assigned Jonochi uh, a Birkin is, like, <laughs> um, just by chance. Mokuba, like, has a conversation with him later about it. He's like, what is this? And Mokuba has to be like, God, you're such a millennial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kaiba has at least two personas, and one of them is a wolf, and the other is a blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> all i can think about with that is three blue eyes moon mm. oh that's also art it's also art yeah um okay should we wrap up episode i am sort of sliding yeah. in a lot of consciousness in yeah, case you okay. had been able to tell sorry <laughs> yeah should we go top down again yeah done. Uh, uh sure 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 uh i'm dan you can find me at a lot of places and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find the other podcasts I do, which include The Sonic Shuffle. Uh, Later today, we are recording an episode where we will talk about the first year or so of issues of Sonic the Comic. 
the yeah. UK Sonic comic, uh, Strangers Fiction, uh, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots of indie RPGs. Uh, we're actually doing a campaign of Get Your Game On, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh! GX-themed RPG. Uh, <laughs> it's a Firebrand's hack. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the next episode is going to be recorded tomorrow, and hopefully we'll go up by the week after. Nice. And Disney Minus, uh, Disney, uh, Disney, uh, movie podcast, go through all the movies in the Disney catalog. Uh, we have recorded an episode on Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Uh, I didn't have fun with it, but I think they did. Uh, also later today, we're going to be recording our Christmas episode. Hopefully those will both be up in time for the next episode and also the holidays, respectively. Uh, and last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, we said Happy Hanukkah Xbox last time. Uh, I think this is either the last day or second to last day. Uh, happy Hanukkah Xbox. Uh, also happy. It's the last night. Yeah. Yeet. Uh, and also happy Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe Xbox. All right. Who's next? Joelle. Oh, me. I'm Joelle. I'm on Twitter as Jet Homes. That's about all I'm doing online at present. If you really want to talk about the weird days of Yu-Gi-Oh! Live Journal Roleplay in 2008, <laughs> go to Online and hit me up in the Discord. <laughs> nice. Awesome. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Optimum Online. Uh, nope, that's the actual internet provider. Uh, Optimum on Prime, which is my funny internet robot joke. Um, I don't have any other podcasts uh, at the moment, but if you are interested in potentially hearing more from me, um, you can follow at the reticulation. That is T H E R E T I C U L A T I O N on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook, which is the URL for an upcoming website I'm trying to launch with a very good friend of mine where we will be uh, spotlighting LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. Uh, yay! And I have been Sarah. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Sarah McCostumes. You can go to my website, which is sarahmcclintock.com forward slash knitwear and purchase hats. Spend money on me. Excellent stuff. Um, I By the time you hear this, I will have finished up my term on Wow Cool Robot. I am no longer a pilot there, um, but we had a good time. And you should go listen to that podcast. I also do never believe it. Happy Oturanza, everybody. So far in December, that podcast has released an episode every single day. What the hap is fucking over there? I don't even know. I do know. I know exactly what's going on. And today, just a few hours ago, um... I recorded an episode of a podcast, which I'm not going to say much about, but the title of the podcast is The Quoth Killer Chronicle. Mm. So look forward to that. Uh, mm. You can also find all of us together uh, at Pod of Greed Cast on Twitter. Uh, you can go to Kaiba.online to join our Discord. Uh, that's pretty much everywhere you can find us on the internet to give us money and be rewarded for that. You can go to patreon.com forward slash pod of greed. Two dollars a month. Two dollars a month gets you our bonus RSS feed where stuff is going up on that. Five dollars a month gets you some special roles in the Discord, some voting capacity, which we haven't actually exercised on what we're going to cover on Patreon. And you can also listen in live at the end of every episode. And special shout out at the end of this episode to our five current 
current $5 patron who is Riley Hopkins. At $10 per month, you will get shoutouts in the middle of episodes and we will also send you physical products once a year. It is excellent. We love it. We love you all so much. Thank you very much to all our patrons. And now I will go. We will all go (laughs) and set ourselves (laughs) face down. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, I set myself face down and returned to the wild. Uh, I set myself face down and prepare for the shame of meeting my older, cooler brothers. I place myself face down. So long, space duelist. <laughs>